The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Hey everybody, this is Matt from Cincy Jungle. Today we are continuing on with our position by position preview of the Bengals for the 2020 season and we have come to the linebackers. Now this is a position that has been in need for a number of years for the Bengals and they repetitively went after just kind of stopgap players. You know, guys that were they were aging Used to be pretty good, could kind of fill in, but they never really addressed the position and thought about it long term. And over the past few years, as the rest of the NFL has shifted to smaller, faster linebackers, the Bengals remained in the old mindset and had slower, run-stuffing, plugger-type linebackers. And that is not the case anymore. All right, now they've gone out and they have uh, really, truly addressed that position. So it started last year. It started with Jermaine Pratt. And Pratt is really the returning starter that, that we're looking at here as Nick Vigil left in free agency. Preston Brown was cut by the Bengals midseason, really to make room and create opportunities for, for Jermaine Pratt. So Jermaine Pratt was a third-round pick in 2019. I actually had him ranked based on his film alone as my linebacker too. Made some adjustments when uh, I saw some measurables on some other guys. But, I mean, in the third round, he was a great pick. Now, early in the season, the Bengals were only playing him in spots. they give him a few plays here or there. And you'd see he'd make one mistake and they'd pull him off the field. Now, people would look at his at his grade from Pro Football Focus and they'd say, well, geez, this guy was a terrible pick. they got to get him out of here. But the fact of the matter is... He wasn't getting enough reps. He had to go through some of those growing pains. You look at Devin Bush from the Steelers. His grade wasn't very good at the beginning of the season either. But he was playing so many reps that it it wiped it out pretty quickly. And he came around pretty quickly. Pratt wasn't getting those reps. And because he was getting pulled off the field and only playing a couple reps, you know, one mistake would really stand out. All right, when you play 10 reps and you make one really bad mistake, your grade's going to suffer. All right, your grade's going to suffer greatly for that. If you play 50 reps and you make two or three mistakes, you know, it's not it's not as bad. It doesn't look as bad on paper. So when Preston Brown was released and he got more time in there, we started to see his grade go up. Why? Because he had that, that opportunity. 
and he was able to, uh, to, to grow, to develop, and to put together enough positive plays to wipe out some of the negative plays that naturally, as a rookie, he was going to have. He's an excellent tackler, very good run defender. I think he needs a little bit of work against the pass, though. Now, a lot of people will point to, well, he was a safety. You know, how, can he, how is he not very good against the, the pass when he's a safety? But look, it doesn't matter. When you watch his film, he's very good filling against the run, good tackler. But in the pass, he can be a little slow to react, and he can take a little bit of rough angles. These are correctable problems, but... They are problems right now. So there's something that he's going to need to work on. Hopefully, uh, new linebackers coach Al Golden is working with him on right now. Again, you expect there to be a level of development for rookies. I'm not saying he couldn't develop into an excellent pass defender. I'm just saying right now his strength is certainly stopping the run. Speaking of stopping the run, the Bengals brought in Josh Bynes as a free agent. Now, he turns 31 this month. So he's getting a little bit older, all right? But he's an excellent run defender. And last year, he came in for the Ravens and did some really good things. Uh, making plays in the backfield, real quick reactions. He has been repetitively praised by coaches already with the Bengals uh, about his leadership and about how the way he's taking on that leadership slash mentorship role, which will be huge. So I'm not going to sell him short because I think he can still do some things. I think we, we definitely saw that in his film from last year. But he may not be the long-term answer, particularly since the Bengals have Jermaine Pratt, who they just drafted last year, and they drafted three more linebackers this year. So they're definitely looking to give these guys an opportunity to have a long-term answer at the position. So awesome that Bynes is taking on the leadership mentorship role to help these guys come along. So let's talk about those rookies. We got Logan Wilson, third round draft pick this year. Very good pass defender. And that's something you're going to find, something that these guys have in common. All these linebackers that they drafted, good pass defenders. That's a departure for them. That's going to be something a little bit different. So pass defense, excellent for Wilson, particularly in zone. He makes great reads in the quarterback, jumps the routes. Awesome job in zone coverage. Uh, he's also very good against the run. And he's got the speed to really be a sideline-to-sideline guy. He can scrape and get to the edge. But Wilson could definitely push for a spot early on. All right, and I know the Bengals haven't been great about working in those rookies in the past. But we saw that change a little bit towards the end of last year. Wilson's going to have an opportunity, and I would expect him to have more of an opportunity in, like, dime packages and, you know, other passing situations. I would think they try and work him in there because he does have – an excellent skill set against the pass. In the fourth round, the Bengals took Akeem Davis Gaither. This is a guy who broke his ankle, I believe, uh, and wasn't able to run at the combine. But he was somebody who we really thought was going to fly up draft boards as soon as they saw him run. All right, We thought he was going to put up some ridiculous numbers and he was going to fly up boards. So the Bengals might have gotten a little bit lucky with that. He was really more of an edge in college. He's a lighter guy. He's not, not a defensive end by any stretch. But the position he played, the role he played, put him out on the edge. Uh, and he did show some pass rush skills from that position in addition to you know being able to drop off and, and cover the pass. Last year, we saw guys like Nick Vigil, Sean Williams line up in an edge type of role, even though they weren't defensive ends. So I think we could see that with Davis Gaither, particularly in some pass situations. Maybe they want to bring in a, a kind of a change-up pass rusher type of guy. Uh, it'll be definitely interesting to see how they play him because he is a pretty versatile player that I think fits into that hybrid linebacker edge slash 
rock down safety kind of guy. I think we'll see similar roles to some of the things that we're going to see with Von Bell from this defense next year. So really cool, really exciting guy. And he has shown the ability to get off blocks and to plug into the middle, even though he didn't really line up in that position much. He shows the skills that are associated with that. So in terms of being you know, a real in-the-box, off-the-ball linebacker, I think he can absolutely do those things as well. That brings us to Marcus Bailey. Bailey is an excellent pass defender as well. He was the seventh-round pick for the Bengals this year. Do not let that fool you. Why was he a seventh-round pick? Because he's coming off an ACL. This is a guy who's a day-two talent that they got a great deal on, and as long as he works out medically... He's going to be just fine for the Bengals. Very good pass defender. Good against the run as well. Don't be surprised if, like Logan Wilson, he's pushing pretty early and rises up that chain to get an opportunity because I think both are the modern linebacker. They're the guy you're looking for. They have that skill set to play the run, to play the pass. Don't let his draft position fool you. Don't pigeonhole him based on that. Marcus Bailey could be the future of the linebacker position for the Bengals. A couple other guys we'll talk about. The Bengals have Jordan Evans returning. He didn't see much time last year despite the issues they had at the position, which does not bode well, all right, because now all of a sudden they've got a lot of guys in there, a lot of guys looking for opportunity, a lot of guys hungry. And if he couldn't rise to the top last year, it's going to be rough for him this year. It's going to be really rough. I believe it was Dave Lappin the other day did mention him as a guy who had, who had changed his body in the offseason. So, you know, there's a chance maybe he can make that jump. but. This could be the end of the road for Jordan Evans. And then there's Austin Calitro, who the Bengals picked up in the offseason. He's bounced around to a few different teams, but he has started games for the for the Jaguars last year, for the Seahawks the year before that. He's a pretty quick guy, all right? He can fill gaps pretty quickly. Seems to have pretty quick breaks in the passing game. Always making more tackles than, you know, breaking up passes. So, you know, you like to see it the other way around on that. But Kalicho is kind of a sneaky one. We'll see what he can do in this group. You know, the great thing here is the Bengals have a lot of guys with talent at this position. And there's been a void of that in the past. So they've got fast, athletic guys who can get the job done against the run and the pass. It's going to be exciting to see that competition and who rises to the top, who emerges. But really, who's the starter? Does it really matter that much? You're going to see guys rotated through. You're going to see other guys getting involved situationally in different packages. So having a lot of guys with a lot of different skill sets, really that's that's a great problem for, for uh, defense coordinator Lou Anarumo to have. All right? It just creates that situation where you got to figure out what's the best way to deploy all of this talent. That's the situation you want to be in. All right, so one left. If you missed any of the other position previews, they are all still available on the YouTube page. Go back, check them out. We got quarterbacks coming up, and that'll be that'll be the last one. So make sure you're coming back and and tuned in for that. I'm Matt Minnie from Cincy Jungle. Who day? Yeah, we coming for with sours. You hear the crowd coming for with sours.